Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to another episode of The Dork Forest. It is episode 44 of The Dork Forest. We are in my living room in Van Nuys. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. There's a donation button. If you haven't used it, knock yourself out because uh, my... um Whatever that's called. It's called a a board. The board seems to be uh, shot for hell. So, uh, but not completely, because you can hear me. And last episode, we had some issues. So, we have merchandise, t-shirts, CDs, whatnot. The credits, of course. Patrick Brady fixes the audio. God love him. And Mike Rickberg and his girlfriend, Sarah, sang that song at the beginning and at the end. Uh, Just Mike, really. And then me and Jim Wooster talking over it. And then Vilmos does the website. He has his own podcast called Green Room Radio. Good time. Just comics on the road. Sitting in my living room. Two people. I don't think either of you have ever been on the Dork Forest. Correct. That is correct. All right. Jim Coughlin to my right, who is Mr. Jim Coughlin on uh, Twitter. With an MR. With an MR. Like a Mr. M I S T E R. No, no. No, that's somebody else. That is. Is it? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) Jim Coughlin, friend of the people. Everybody does stand up in in, in the last five episodes. I'm like, let's just have all comics on because they're dorks. They got things going down. And is it Monique Moreau? Yeah. That is the awesomest name ever, Monique Moreau. Uh, two of your bandmates were on earlier uh, in the year, that uh, Ogre Mage. Mm-hmm. You play the keyboards for Ogre Mage, right? I do. And then my phone rang because I didn't turn it off because I'm a tool. Oops. <laughs> anyway. I, I turned mine off. Do I get you? points? Yeah. You do get points. Uh, but I also turned mine off. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. If we're we're lucky, new to it, so we don't. Right. If we're lucky, the doorbell will ring and my home phone will ring. And uh, and that'll be perfect. We can have a thousand interruptions. <laughs> uh, Zandrique. That's what you've got. Yeah. Uh, is that a play on Xander? It is a play on Xander. Sweet Buffy the Bad Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah, it's Xander and Monique mixed together. Ah, uh, because it would have been adorable. Because yeah. he was like, you know what he was? He was like Skippy. Uh, a thousand years earlier, uh, there was a television show called... Um, uh, with Michael J. Fox, Family Ties. Family Ties. Yes. Thank you very much. A little yes. punchy, a little punchy. And uh, but yeah, so um, Skippy kind of reminded me. Skippy, really? Skippy, I believe did stand up comedy. Is that not oh, yes, correct? Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a talk amongst yourself for a second while okay. I grab my right. damn phone. So, Monique, um, <laughs> it's such a great name, uh, Moreau. It's my, a, that's not even my real name. Oh, well. I've been going by it. Gotcha. All right. Well, you know, we don't, stand up. don't reveal any secrets you don't want to reveal. Uh, well, my last name is really Mueller. Oh, well, that's fantastic what? as well. Mueller. That is awesome. It's 15 letters. No one ever knew my last name at all. Ever? Ever? Like in in grade school? They did, but they no one could ever pronounce it or spell it or anything. So what did you do? The Island of Moreau? Is that what you went with? Wait, how'd Um, you find Moreau? Well, I'm Cree Cree Native American. Oh and a lot of the Native Americans from that tribe took on French names. So I just looked at a list of the of French surnames. Sweet. And I I just went Monique Peltier, Monique whatever, and then I was like, Moreau sounds really great. Yeah, uh, and, and Leonard which, Peltier still uh, incarcerated against uh, not cool, not cool, free Leonard. Yeah, um, we can talk about that later because uh, I, connect, <laughs> I have a connection to that. But uh, okay. where, where Cree in what area of the country? Uh, Saskatchewan, Canada. All right. Yeah. So there you the go. Plains Cree. Plains Cree. Yeah. Sweet. And what is the range of the Cree? Now, um, now, I'm, now I've become, since you stepped away from the mic, I felt like, well, I, I better start asking questions. I like it. I totally like it. Um, I think it's Alberta, Saskatchewan, part of Manitoba, and then Montana. But I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I like that she knew what you meant when you said the range of the Cree. It's like yeah. you're talking circumference. You're talking like a, a protractor and a string, right? Well, well I meant, I meant, I meant what areas, what yeah, region, yeah. regions of yeah, Canada. Yeah, she totally got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Now, what do you know about Leonard Peltier? Well, like I, I told you, my second little dorkdom thing is genealogy. Oh, right. And I am, uh, even though Jim you know, Coughlin, I, I, genealogy. You you have a lot of you have a lot of information in that brain box of yours. I, I, that's true. Uh, very little of it is uh, financially rewarding. <laughs> but um, so one of the things that I'm dorky about is being into genealogy since I was 13, and then really getting into it in my early 20s. Anyway. 
and, and everybody knows my last, well, people that know me think, oh, you know, obviously I look German and or Irish and I've got right. an Irish last name, but I'm also French Canadian and I've got a one eighth French Canadian, but turns out they have the best records. So I know way more about my French Canadian roots. Really? And there's a lot of... Uh, Crazy Canadians? Yeah. I may not have a Pelli- Pelletier. Or Leonard, Peltier? Peltier. It, well, it's, it's Leonard Peltier, Peltier. Right, but it, he but, pronounces yeah. it Peltier. Okay, so Peltier. I he I might have one of those in my family tree. There's yes. there's a lot of what happened with the, with Quebec. Okay, is that there was a very small group of about a, ultimately a thousand or maybe it's ten thousand that that but really probably like a thousand that settled Quebec. And then they were cut off from France because there was a change in, in who controlled okay. basically Canada. You know, they were sold. They were sort of uh, the king of France basically gave up on. Right. right. He's like, you guys keep those guys. <laughs> yeah. And so there wasn't more French people going. So they basically populated the island themselves with a small group. Okay. Even though you think about Quebec and it's, you know, millions and millions of descendants. Right. From a small little group. And so like there'll be one guy who came over in the 1650s who has millions of descendants and so there's certain people do, where it's do they like, have hip dysplasia yes I mean, did they did they breed pretty close <laughs> um uh, yeah a little bit like fourth cousins you know okay people get twitchy but they was, don't have yeah. like an extra arm or anything. Yeah. right there are there are very specific diseases that are linked to that to that group yeah oh it's uh what are they I, oh boy, they're, they're all kind of, no, they're all like no, names we don't hear because right, unless right. you're living there, you wouldn't have, right. nobody comes down with this stuff. Right. So it's um, like Quebec-centric uh, kind of. Yeah. It's, what's it called? Uh, when you have a limited, it's like a bottleneck in any sort of gene pool. Yeah. Um, founder. Oh, gosh. I, oh, not, like a I founder's disease of some yeah, sort? Yeah. It's, oh, gosh. I, don't, I wish I remembered the, the, the biology terms for this, but any case. Right, right. You know, you have... Um, so you know way too much about your French Canadian ancestry oh, and ridiculous. very little about the Germans. You'd think the Germans yeah. would keep good records. They did to their detriment for some time. <laughs> yes. They kept some seriously. They didn't destroy good them fast enough, is what you're getting at. <laughs> you're like, I hear what you're saying. Chop chop yes. with the shredding. <laughs> yes. <And> the- <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, you'd have like a church fire and it'd, it'd all oh, be right, destroyed and, and stuff. Be gone and, and, and but the but Bible uh, and everything. Yeah. Oof. And I think also, you know, we were jumping the gun here, I guess. I don't know how yeah, this yeah. show, you know, no, should, the should show be doesn't really but, go anyway. But in any particular way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I basically know who my great great grandfather is over in Ireland. But with the French Canadian, it goes back into the 1400s and just hundreds of ancestors that do, I know. Do you but, know your relatives that are still over there? No. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. Is it Canadians who, who keep good records or is it just French Canadians? French Canadians, I, I would say. Specifically. Hmm. It's at least Quebec, which right. was one of the main groups. The other group, uh, you know, you had the uh, Cadians. And, right, right. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Became Didn't the Cajuns. Yeah. The Cajuns, they went down to New Orleans or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were driven out by the English. Oh, uh, that'll happen. Yes. It's like the Jews in, in Great Britain. And the Armenians. And the Armenians yes. out of Turkey. Mm-hmm. It's like chop chop with the Armenian. That's right. Diaspora? Diaspora, yes. Diaspora. I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's a word don't you don't I'm, hear. Right. I don't know if you I'm pronouncing you... anything correctly <laughs> right. this uh, particular episode. <laughs> yes. What about yourself, Monique? Do you know your ancestry? What um, do you know? Well, I'm are adopted. You, oh, are you? So. What, what, are, what are your parents? What are my your adoptive parents? Adoptive parents are, my mom's East Indian, and uh-huh. she grew up in Kenya, Africa. They wow. say Kenya. I don't know. Yeah. They say Kenya. Right. Right. Um, right. And then my dad's Austrian. He grew up in a little town called Wyburn, Austria. Nice. So they are both naturalized U.S. citizens, or they're Canadian citizens. They are Canadian. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's right. You are tonight. from Canada. Yeah. You know what? I think I knew that, and then it was gone. Poof. <laughs> so do you never uh, did you get any records, um, or do you have any interest in? If I might pry deeply into your soul, um, my adoptive family actually found me mm. about. November of last year, um, because I opened my adoption records just to get information health wise, and then I did. If you leave them open in Alberta, Canada, then the biological folks they can, can access information about you. That's how it works. It's sort of oh. like an agreement. Right. And so I left it open. I was like, "What are the odds?" And then they found me. It turns out pretty yeah. good. <laughs> they did. They seem perfectly sane, nice yeah. people. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Good. They'd, all added me to Facebook, and that's pretty much the only contact I've had. <laughs> so you know who your mother is, and you haven't visited her yet? Or? No. Okay. They want to come visit 
here because I guess they want to bring the grandchildren to Disneyland, Disneyland and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. the best excuse to, you're like, oh, you moved to LA. That's fantastic. Let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> I love Disneyland myself. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I went there the other day on Tuesday. Oh, did you great. last Tuesday? Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Did you go to California Adventure too? Or Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it was so much fun. I hadn't ever been on Space Mountain. Oh, and I've wow. Been, I've been to Disneyland three times. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I was too afraid. And then the other times, they were, it was closed. Yeah. Sometimes so. it's, it's being fixed, and you're like, well, you might want to tell me that before I pay a jillion dollars to get in. Yeah. What rides Well, I knew closed. a cast member, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andy's working. My husband's working at uh, Disney right now, but he's a contract guy, but he can get, like, discounts or free tickets sometimes. I, I was a cast member. At, really? At Walt Disney World. At yeah. Disney World in Orlando, yes, Florida? correct. What did you do? Well, I was a, uh, I was in college, and they have a thing called the college program, mm-hmm. and they go and they recruit at all these campuses across the country and I went down there and I sold clothes. I sold merchandise. Oh, you worked retail? At Disney MGM Studios. Sweet. They've changed the name now but uh, that was what it was called. Yeah. And uh, it really was the happiest place on earth. It was a really fun job? Absolutely. I'm selling clothes and trinkets to tourists and everybody's happy. Okay. And people like would take pictures with me. Like, you know, when was the last time you went into Target and you said, oh, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> I love this red yeah. thing you're wearing. Yeah. This is nice. People would take pictures wow. and, and they would make a point to give you a coin from their country. And, oh, neat. Yeah. It was oh, really, awesome. really fun. Wow. Yeah. And you lived on property. Oh, in, did you? They have this crazy campus. Yeah. There was like yeah. an, it was an apartment building, uh, apartment structure, you know, complex. And half the people were employees from Epcot. Okay. So you had Germans and oh, like actual French, yeah, furners, yeah, awesome. and and then half were college students that were there for a semester. That's and, wild. Uh, Have you done any tourist work, Monique? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> just just working at a tourist. Uh... Um, the Starbucks that I assistant managed was at uh, English <laughs> Bay, Vancouver. Okay, and it's the. I think it's the biggest tourist attraction in Vancouver. Okay. And so we got a lot of random people there and a lot of weird coffee orders from different parts of the country or the world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you lived in Vancouver for a yeah, while? Yeah. I yeah. went to school in Vancouver. Oh, I hear it's beautiful. Yeah. I hear it's, it's really pretty. It's beautiful to visit in the summer, but living there, it's kind of, I don't know, depressing because it rains for like. Oh, is it like Seattle kind of like that? Yeah. Where it rains all the time? Yeah, it rains all the time. Wow. All right. Well, then it is a good place to visit. Yeah. I, I don't like a lot of rain. I'm yeah. okay with with rain. I like rain, but I don't want you know. Yeah, after 20 days straight of constant <laughs> rain, people get mean to each other. It's weird. <laughs> I bet. Because Canadians were known for being nice. Mm-hmm. But then in Vancouver, just after that long, people are not nice anymore. They're just snapping. Yeah. You're just like, I've had enough of this. Especially when you're in the service industry there. You can really like, tell. I said a half pump. A half pump. Mm-hmm. I, I order... Um, my my uh, drug of choice over at the uh, the Starbucks is a uh, a, a latte. I, I enjoy a whole milk latte, small, a tall, or whatever, uh, with no foam. And um, I the woman was making it, and there were like a couple of bubbles on it. And she took a spoon and was scooping them up. And I was like, "Is that jackass prevention? Because that's fine. I mean, I just don't want a half an inch of foam, right?" And she goes. Oh, fair enough. Uh, no, you'd be surprised. Here you go. And I was like, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> it's Yeah, retail can be, I mean, all those situations where you're dealing with the public can, off, can often be kind of crazy where you're just trying to keep your cool. Mm-hmm. You got to tag out sometimes. Right. Yeah, at... at uh I don't know. At Walt Disney World, people are just ridiculously happy. So right, most you, you of the day, you didn't have any really. You know, even but, but late then, at night, when the kids start crying because they, 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 they've had the happiest day of their lives, but it's been twelve hours long. Yeah, even then, I mean, I didn't have a, anybody really angry. Uh, I had. I remember just one time there was a little, you know, redheaded little girl who was really curious about the laser scanner. You know, the price tag scanner. Yeah. And it was kind of like, that's not the typical reaction you get. Right. <laughs> and then it turned out she was from Zimbabwe and had never seen one before. Ah, there that's you go. A, that's the sort of stuff that happens where you're yeah. like, oh. I don't mind that. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you can look you know, at that. And yeah, meanwhile, you're at Walt Disney World. There's a million things to see. And she's like fascinated by the laser scanner. Yeah. You know, you know I did. I went to Walt Disney World with my brother Russ and his, his two boys, who at the time I think were like seven and nine or five and seven. Mm-hmm. And 
it was the first time Andy had ever met him, and Andy makes video games for a living. And my older nephew would not stop talking to him about video games and telling him about all the games he was playing and all the games he was playing. And finally, Andy went, we're walking through Disney World. We're, we're going ride after ride. And in between each ride, Eric is like, so on this level, it's like this. And finally, Andy goes, Eric, where are we? And he goes, in the video game? And he goes, no, no physically around you where are you and he's like disney world he's like let's live in the moment we'll talk about yes. video games later that's great and andy never says stuff like that he's willing to talk about it right right it's so what's uh um oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say remind me i i went took my brother and and um to my nieces to walt disney world or to uh, disneyland here mm-hmm. and they were at that age where fireworks were scary. Oh. And it was like, I Aww. so wanted to stay. <laughs> I was like, oh. they do excellent work with fireworks. We gotta go. So, I, um, I, we have to go right to it. Uh, Jim Coughlin, tell me about paper. Okay, so I told you before, I have this uh, obsession with pens and, and paper, and I've been developing a, a real obsession with A4 paper. Do, do either of you know what A4 paper no, is? No, I don't. No. <laughs> It's awesome. Well, that's because you are Americans and Canadians. Okay. Because it turns out A4 paper is the standard outside of every outside of Canada and the United States. The rest of the world uses A4 paper. And it's like letter size, which is eight and a half by eleven. Okay. But it's eight and a quarter by eleven and three quarters. Hmm. Which is just huh. a, a minor difference. It's actually right. metric that it's two hundred ten uh, by two hundred ninety seven mm-hmm, millimeters. But mm-hmm. but the difference is, if you take the ratio between those two sides, yeah. you get 1.4142, which, let me tell you what that is. That's pretty close to being the square root of 2. Okay. And with the square root of 2, which is an irrational number like pi. Right. Which means it's, you know, infinite length, non-repeating digits. Okay. Right? But what that means is that you can have it, and it stays at the same ratio. So, in other words, if you cut the paper in half, it's the same ratio. You cut that in half, it's the same ratio. And if you go up. So A4 paper doubled as A3 paper, and you double that, you get A2, and you double that, you get A1, and you get double that, you get A0. Why is that good? I well, mean, I, there's a seems... bunch of reasons why it's good. Okay. If you have any graphic designers listening, if you're designing something, okay. and you design it for, let's say, an A2 poster, and then you need to make postcards, oh. you just you can shrink it without making any changes, and it will fit. Wow. It'll fit to scale. It'll fit on A5 or A6. You know, you get down to these postcard sizes. Okay. Now, in America, <laughs> nothing. I looked at it. I looked up the numbers. Nothing is the same ratio. So you make a, a movie poster, and then you want to shrink it down and put it on a postcard. Yeah. you got to crop it. you got to tweak it. you got to move the lettering around. It's a nightmare. Right. And I've done that, you know, with show posters where, where you make a poster, and yeah. then, you want to, then you want to make postcards, and then you want to hand out flyers, and every step of the way, you've got to crop something. Why, Why don't we use A4 paper? Because we are Americans, and, and we do gonna... not believe in international standards. We set our own. Mm. We're, we're mavericks. Yeah. That's right. We're out there, and for some reason, we're dragging Canada along with us. Yeah. What's happening I, there? You know, sometimes I think Canada needs to stand up to the United States and go, <laughs> we're going the other way. There's only 25 million of them. They're busy. They're yeah. just like, uh, screw you. We're going to go hide in the woods. That's, That's right. all that can be done, really. Because right. it's so We're going to eat poutine. and What's poutine? It's fries with uh, beef gravy and mozzarella cheese curds. And it's... What? It's like... So a, cheese curds and gravy on fries? Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. It does and I miss it. See, <laughs> and I miss see it. they have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have A4 paper. Yeah. I think they need to realize their priorities are wrong. No, no, I'm, I'm with her on the poutine. Are you? Okay. Um, but I do like, I, I, I yeah. see the usefulness of A4 paper. Yeah. I'm not saying, yeah. mm, I like the idea of it because I, I, I do some postcards. I do, you yeah. know, we're, yeah. we're in the poster business to some I mean, it extent. Just, it just keeps going on and on. I mean, mm-hmm. Which came but, first though, like A4 paper or? Eight and a half by 11. Yeah. Well, um, the... I think eight and a half by 11 has been, you know, maybe 150 years or so or 100 years of being okay. a standard in the United States. And the idea of that square root of two goes back to the 1700s. Yeah. But it didn't really get implemented until like the Wh- Who early invented 1900s. A4 paper? Um, so it's, be- it's between the French and the Germans. The, okay. The f- I think it was a German that first came up with the idea. And then at the French Revolution, someone else proposed pretty much the, the sizes that are now. Okay. Happening, and then I think the Germans actually implemented it first, sure, and sure. so it goes back and forth. But, uh, uh, so both want to claim it, but neither one. <laughs> yeah, there there are German names for it too. I okay. don't know what those it's are. A but, yeah, it's a little but, blurry. It's a little blurry. But but it's an ISO international 
standard. What is ISO? Uh, international standard. It's, of, it's ISO uh, is French for the International Organization of Standards. Okay, or something. I like. Uh, quite wow. make sense I like the word office being in there somewhere. Yeah, like right. That would be nice. Office but it's paper. actually everything. Like in other words, you, you might have an ISO standard for. For uh, pens? Oh, yeah, for, for how propane is should be stored. Or, you know, it could be any, okay. any international sta- – hmm. they're that a body sense. that decides on standards yeah. for just gazillions of things. Right, right. Not just uh, office supplies. Not just office supplies. But there are, there are weird ones. Like, like we don't have any – like, 8.5 by 11 is a sort of de facto, right? Okay. Um, or there, there is another – I think it's called the IANSI or something. There is an American oh, equivalent of ISO. Okay. But – Oh, but they I have, have no idea that there is they have, like, an organization for all this stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you'll see it in other things. You'll notice if you look for the, you know. An ISO. Like film. I've heard film ISOs. Is that the same? That might be know. something different. Okay. But, uh, but definitely if you look on products, you'll see ISO. Well, I'm going to find such, the logo. You know. And it's going to go in the notes. Because I like, like it. Just to show you, this is, this is two-hole punch. By the, this is the ISO standard for this the, punching this, hole punching oh so this is your notebook that you have purchased yes. somewhere fancy because yes. it does only have two hole punches in yes. it yes and it's uh, is that a4 is that the size that's right there? this is a5 it's this a5. is half half size this is a4 oh, a4 would be twice so, the size yeah of that. i get it and uh yeah it's eight millimeter eight centimeters apart okay just absurd awesome, you awesome know. though wow fun fact though who, yeah. who, who knew that I who, who knew that that we are completely content to have three hole punching right and they don't have they except for sweden pretty much they have two and four hole punching it, no you know way. at least at least in france and germany and did how many that, does sweden have well i think there it's i think it's sweden that has another system that probably doesn't meet ours but it's it's three holes i'm gonna blame stieg larsen that's, that's what i'm gonna that's do. correct the right before he off. died he said keep this the way it is <laughs> and then he died and think of me yes. whenever you hole punch something yes. i believe he had he wrote a book uh the girl with the three, three <laughs> oh i can't even get it out he, w- he would write that book the oh, three hole binder 12 yeah three ring binder. <laughs> the three ring binder finally lady. it took me 12 tries i got it out <laughs> Yes, it's uh, it's fascinating though because it's just like because there's there's uh, what made you like it if I might. Well, I don't know why, but it just seems like such a perfect system. It doesn't make any difference in my life, right? But it just seems like we should have this, and it makes me pretty much angry that we don't. And I've been looking. You you really have to struggle to find anything A four related in the United States, and yet. The rest of the world. And it's the same with the whole metric system. Like right. the fact that we don't use the metric system. Oh, there was... Here's Why a, did we give up? Do you guys use the metric? Yeah, we Canadians? do. Okay. But I know how much I'm way in pounds and how tall I am in feet and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So, so it's all mixed up. Yeah. It's really mixed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, if, they're, yeah. They're half committal. Yeah. I wouldn't be... I, would, I don't know how tall I am in centimeters. Right. But I measure things with this metric ruler right so it's sort of like that is yeah. interesting yeah it's so yeah. weird that like i know i know that it's easier but in my head it's already full of inches and feet and pounds and ounces and i was in it's like trying to discover like figure out a new currency because i was in i don't know uh oman and they had Omanian rials is the name of their money. Certainly. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> and course. so at the airport, they will take U.S. dollars and then they will give you Omanian rials. And you might as well light those on fire. Nice. Uh, because you're flying away from Oman. <laughs> and uh, you're just like, who can I give this to? But uh, I was like, hey, um, how much? What do you need? I had, for some reason, a bunch of Omanian reals. And he said, well, it'll be uh, uh, 1,000. It'll be 1,500. And so I had like a $1,000 bill and a 1,000 a real bill and a and a bunch of ones, 100, 100 real. So... He was like, well, it's easy. There are just, uh, a hundred, there's 10 reals to a thousand. So each 100 real is like a dime. And he could do it, like, in American. Like, he right. could translate it into idiot U.S. language. Right. And I was like, thank you. Thank you, 22 year old man who's working at a coffee shop in Oman. Well, I think the reason the metric system conversion failed is, is that idea of, they would tell you, oh, you trans, this is how you convert it back and forth. Oh. But you shouldn't be doing that. You should just start thinking in, in 
Oman reals. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you know what a piece, what, what a loaf of bread costs in Oman reals, and then you can translate that. But when you're going back and forth, that's when it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. No, no one in Europe is going, how many U.S. dollars will this get, you know, get me? Right, right. They're just thinking in, in And you can use you know, euros, and all of these airports that I went to in the last couple of weeks are like, you know, whatever you got. We'll take whatever you got. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they'd take like French money or German money or American or, or euros or any of it. Wait, French and French German, German is now the same. Yeah, yeah. I'll be over here. Yeah. Over here not no, knowing yeah. the ugly American. No, but it, it's it's that, um, well, if you notice too that you can easily overspend on something because you don't realize, oh gosh, I yeah. just paid I way too much. I spent $9 in Djibouti, Africa for a cup of tea. Yeah. Wow. That was a lot. I, I, um, my friend and I were getting uh, uh, train passes, and I think I might have spent like $150. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, we just need this one. It's $20. And, of course, mm-hmm. I, didn't get my, I didn't get the no, difference It turns back. out you won't get your change yeah, back. And, yeah. when you make the, and then in Djibouti, Africa, though, I was like, please keep whatever you need because uh, you people are – I mean – It's a it's a charitable contribution yeah, when you buy were, anything. They right? were not they were not a rich people as they're wandering around. Though there were loose goats running around and you're like, that's food on the hoof. There no one go. should be hungry. Yeah, right. No one should be hungry. Now, now, did you find in some cultures like that where you're supposed to bargain and, and if you don't, they're yeah. insulted? Did you ever yeah. find that? Uh, we went to the market in Djibouti and we also did it in Kuwait. And I just said to the guy, I was like – so I could just give you $45 or we could talk about it. Do you have a preference? And he was like, $35. And I said, done. Because I don't want, I don't want to. And he, he didn't get upset. No, he didn't get upset. Oh, okay. But he probably thought I was a sucker. And I was just like, dude, you're, it's 115 degrees outside. It Why, is yeah. moist as all hell out here. And you're selling knockoff Chinese soccer jerseys. I'm good. You can have the $10. Right. I'm not going to fight you for this and I want to go back into the bus so <laughs> and it felt it, it I mean I get it you know I wanted to be part of the you know the culture and I wanted to live it but I also um, it felt mean but it what it is to, to be negotiating yeah yeah, yeah my, my sister lived in Turkey and, and for a year and my parents went to visit and it was like no 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 you don't pay you know Thirty-five dollars mm-hmm. for this rug, which would be four hundred dollars in the United States. Right, you get them down to twelve dollars. Right, because you know. a toddler yeah. made it. Yes, some lady with a <laughs> with their delicate her hands, back. Yes. with their delicate tiny hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, so Monique, were you raised Catholic? Is that what I'm writing? Yeah. You have fun facts about nuns. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah. I want to know about nuns. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so obsessed. And it's been just the past, like, four years that I just... Did you go to Catholic school? I I went to Catholic school, but it was very liberal. We didn't have... uh, Did you have nuns? We didn't have nuns. There were nuns in town, but they were, like, a dying order. They were, like, 80 years old, and only three (laughs) of them were left. And then they sold their convent for, like five million dollars or something i don't know (laughs) but that's all i really knew about them but when i was in i went to film school i made a i met this woman who used to be a nun and became a comedian and what is that woman's name do you know uh, jackie o'keefe oh Um, we're linking that yeah that sounds like gold (laughs) (laughs) and she so i made a documentary about her and I talked about, uh, it was just about like comparing her life to a, the life of a nun from her order. Okay. That is, stayed there until she was like 70 years old. Okay. And of course, she's 70 and she looks like she's 50. You, right. Because nuns don't use a lot of makeup. Yeah. <laughs> that habit blocks a lot of the UV rays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, they never had kids. I don't know. I That's think so. true, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to worry about their taxes or anything. So. Right, it's a very stress-free, mm-hmm. or it can be. I think. Yeah, they don't have to pay any taxes. Oh no, um, because it's their the order, their order, they usually have accountants. Okay, so is, is that they, where most aging comes in from paying taxes? From paying taxes and having yeah. children. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the Monique Moreau theory on yeah. aging. I like it. Uh, but yeah, I I worked for nuns here making movies or videos of their events mm-hmm. um, because of this documentary that I made. I don't know how they found me or what. Maybe they, they contacted my film school, but... What, was there a Craigslist for non-friendly documentarian needed? No, it was just they Did contacted me. Did um, No, I, I taught them how to use their equipment oh, okay. because they had a lot of equipment that they didn't know what to do with. Electronic but, equipment? Yeah, just like 
video cameras and little edit, oh. like Final Cut Pro MacBooks and stuff like that. And what were they doing with it? I, or what did they want to do with they it? They wanted to make little videos of themselves and put them on YouTube. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> did they? great. Yeah. There's yes. a few. I, I have to find them. I'm not sure. Um, they, but that's here in LA. Yeah, only LA nuns would want to make. What, YouTube what's the order? Videos. Can you mention the order? Um, they're they're the order of the uh, stick. There's no. Augustinians, and you can't really find them online. I tried to look, but mm-hmm. they're in Culver City. And then there's, but they worked <laughs> with the Daughters of Saint Paul, who are actually media nuns. They they publish books, they make videos, and record. They have like a recording studio and stuff. I, I like the ter- the term media nuns. Yeah. Oh, they're media nuns. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. And I like that Saint Paul is somehow involved. He was chatty. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Remember Saint Paul? He was he was the chatty saint. Was that yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. I got obsessed with just all these orders that there are. There's there's thousands of them. Are there? Yeah. And there's still... there's. What do they have in common besides the Jesus? Um, Not much. They they have rules, like the um, rule of St. Augustine, uh, St. Ignatius, and they all kind of follow these lives. But aside from just the rules that they follow... They are all like completely different. Wow, that's it, and do they all wear? I mean, like some wear habits and some don't, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, in the sixties, like the Vatican II kind oh, okay. of made the more made the religious orders more liberal. They they could choose to be more liberal, and yeah. So yeah, were so, you raised Catholic? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went Jim to Jim Coughlin, went also to, Catholic. Right, went to a Catholic high school with nuns, but not a lot. What kind of nuns? You know what? Uh, um, <laughs> boy, uh, all I know is their first name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sister Jane. Yes, yeah. Sister Helen mm-hmm. was the most mm-hmm. memorable, and Sister Lucy, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah. yeah, they were these were this was an archdiocesan school. So I, but I don't what know town? what town. Uh, this is in uh, Manchester, Missouri. Would be oh, the, right, right the mm-hmm. technical address. Yeah. Yeah, it's like to the point where right now, if you showed me a picture of a nun, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a Carmelite." Obviously. Ooh, ooh this is awesome. <laughs> I wish I had some pictures. Yeah, it's a Carmelite. <laughs> why do that? What are, what makes a Carmelite look different from another nun? Well, Carmelites the, the have a, they have a brown scapular. It's like this. A scapular is um, it's like a fabric that like a cape on both sides, you know, like, okay. And, uh, it's supposed to protect you. Um, one of the saints, uh, I forget St. Simon stock. He, uh, apparently got it from the Virgin Mary herself. Told him to wear this like protective. It's like a neck protection. It's like your whole body. Oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Head to toe kind of, kind of business. Uh, the Armenian church, the priest will wear, uh, this sort of, um, collar. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the priest, when I was a kid, he went through the vestments with us and told us what everything was for. And the collar was to stop the devil from uh, wow. getting you from behind. It was nice. like sweet. And it was all um, nicely embroidered, too. So it had a little bling to it. I remember we had a discussion about your what, the the uh, Armenian church you were raised in. Yeah, and what was it? It's it's uh, it's apostolic. Apostolic. Um, so we had uh, two apostles, but they weren't the apostles of Jesus. They were the apostles of the apostles of Jesus, Thaddeus nice. and Bartholomew, uh, or maybe they were that. And I don't know enough about it. Often the case, often yeah. the case with the <laughs> with the Armenian Church. I got some information. I used to think that the Armenian Church was part of the Catholic Church, and that we separated in 310 AD uh, at that uh, that meeting that was held in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that we couldn't make it, uh, but it turns out that is not true. Uh, uh, that we were always Eastern Orthodox and were never part of. Um, the, 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 the 1054 Great Schism? Yeah, we were not part of that. Right. We weren't part of the... Yeah, uh, I thought you were, too. Like I, yeah, I yeah. learned more after we talked, and then I, I spent some time on Wikipedia. Right, right. Yeah. My and, favorite And we, I just flew through Ethiopia, and Ethiopian, the language, looks a lot like Armenian, and there's an Armenian-Ethiopian church. Ethiopians, very receptive. A lot of Jews who are Ethiopians, a lot of Armenians that are Ethiopians. Wow. Hmm. And uh, some pirates. Yeah. Uh, I think Somalia. But, uh, and Ethiopia. So that's great. So, what, so the Carmelites have that special hood or the special garment. Yeah. And, and so- uh, they also, uh, most Carmelites actually wear the habit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also have a black veil. Oh. And 
Yeah. So there's they're completely covered up. Yeah. Like they're completely on. covered up. Okay. Yeah. And then they're the poor Claire's sort of look like that, but they don't wear shoes ever. Which ones? The poor Claire's. It's poor- St. Claire's uh, order. Okay. And so they've taken a, uh, a vow of poverty, probably. Yeah. Is that right? A vow of poverty. And so they-, they have the same outfit, but no footwear. Yeah. All right. Hmm. That's a calloused foot. Yeah. Over the many years. What about, did you ever see the Bells of St. Mary? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, what kind of nun were they? I don't know. They're just- With TV nuns, yeah, maybe? TV movie, nuns. Movie nuns? What, what yeah. about uh, the flying nun? What, was, what would no. be her order? What would be the order of the flying nun? She must I have an order. There's, there's a Canadian order that used to wear that that, that sort of very that, distinctive yeah, yeah, yeah. wimple yeah, yeah it's a wimple <laughs> nice word called right. yeah. wimple flying nun um they are the oh what are they i think it was the gray nuns in canada used to wear that but it was very popular for a long time oh wow it's it, it is very distinctive yeah it is. and if you were I wish small- they brought it back yeah, it's sort of like the, the, the Navy uniform where you're wearing the Cracker Jack outfit. You're like, do it. Yeah, right. do it. Yeah. They brought yes. that back, I think, in the late 80s. Mm. Uh, and, and that was their new dress uniform was that bell bottom with the, with the, with the Navy hat. And- I, you know, it is kind of the same like where people who, who know military can mm-hmm. be like, oh, that's, that's a such and such. And oh. I'd be like, you know, we conf- I confuse Army and Navy and Marines. And, <laughs> right, I can't you know, even and- tell the different pixels of their camouflage. Yeah, so, right. Because <laughs> right. I bought a hat. I forgot to bring a hat uh, to the Middle East. So I bought a hat. It's like this floppy hat. And um, we were on an Air Force base, and I put it on. The guy goes, nice hat. Army, but nice hat. And I said, how can you... You're wearing what? Wow. And uh, he was like, the pixels are different. Look, the pixels. And I was yes. like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Neat. So fun fact on clothing between yeah. the different. Uh, and then the Marines have, a, they do more of a, um, it's a tan pixel. You mm-hmm. can tell them for sure, easy. Okay. But Air Force and Army, it's greenish, but it's a different green and it's different pixelated. Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. Fun fact on the uh, on the dressing. It is interesting that they went digital with their clothing in terms right, of right. The, they're as just going to blend pixels, right in. We're going to yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it isn't it isn't like leaves. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just a it's just a a hat that it's a pixelated it's it's ahead a, of time before uh, not after you take the picture. Right. We pixelated. I know. A, I know a GI Joe dork. He just calls himself a jo- he likes Joes. He collects Joes. <laughs> nice. And uh, he is Andy's cousin and uh, Robert, who I guess now my cousin because we're related. Yes. And uh, and Robert Foley uh, loves GI Joes and has. Um, he could tell you like, well, that's from Vietnam and that's from the first Gulf War and that's from Korea. Mm-hmm. And he has, um, dudes. He has little, uh, he has action figure guys all dressed up in these different outfits and he goes to Joe conventions. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So people love the different clothings. Yeah. Is that what you like about the nuns to some extent or more? Um, I don't know. I think that. I, I don't even know why I like nuns so much because I'm not <laughs> I'm not really I'm not a practicing Catholic or anything right and yet when you go home do you go to church yeah like for Christmas and Easter and such? yeah and or if I'm visiting my parents get really disappointed if I don't join them at church I know so. there's a lot of t- sadness I can't deal with the sadness and I don't mind church yeah so I'll go how about yeah. you I, I go uh, sometimes sure but but if you you're know, home a lot then I'm not going to go every no, week I, yeah. you're mm-hmm. out of your minds yeah yeah. Uh, so, the Armenian church is three hours long. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And there's mostly standing. Is the, is the, do they call it the priest? And he, yeah. And he looks away or is he looking towards the. Is he, is he checking you out if you, if you, if you lean up? Well, no. Does he face the congregation? Most of it. Most of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's two different yeah. kinds of priests in the Armenian church. There's uh, married priests and unmarried priests. And if you're an unmarried priest, that's the only way you can become the Armenian pope. Uh, which is called the Catholicos in the uh, holy city of Etchmiazin, which is fun to say. The yes. Catholicos in the holy city of Etchmiazin. Well, because I, I, I want to keep referring to Orthodox Catholic, or, mm. you know, but uh, since you have already explained your different... Apostolic. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, um, consequently, you, you guys, I can't really go by anything that we learned from that. Right. I but they a- don't face the congregation. Because, oh, they don't? Because it was only after Vatican II that the 
Catholic priests, as far as I know, the Roman Catholic priests would start to face the congregation during most of the Mass. Uh-huh. And they change where the altar, how the altar was set up. Yeah. Whereas in the Orthodox Church, they've never changed that because they haven't changed anything right. since 1054. Right. Wow. And with the three-hour um, Mass or services, yeah. um, there's a good portion of it where... He's on, there's probably a half an hour where the curtains are closed and, and there's a lot of machinations going on. I believe that they're making Jesus out of some stuff in the background. <laughs> and um, and then it opens up and, and then everyone takes communion. And then, but so he, he gives communion. And wh- what is communion? What does communion mean in, in um, that church? Bl- body and blood. Body and blood. Actual, actual blood. Actual body right, and blood. Very, Nobody's like the we're Catholics. Not, yeah. yeah, we're not screwing. Which is why you would think I would get confused why the Armenian church would be exactly like the right. Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because it's a lot of the same stuff. Because mm-hmm. the Catholic church used to be super long. There mm-hmm. used to be a lot of And then everyone decided, mm, kickoff's at noon. We're, uh, we're going home. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do uh, they wear? Do the women have to wear veils on their head? And- yeah, you got to cover your hair. So I didn't have a problem in Saudi Arabia when they wanted me to cover my hair. I was like, <laughs> I know it's temptation. I'm not here to. I can wear back a headscarf. To, back to your church days, yeah. Back to my church days, but yeah. we also had to wear like a long abaya in Saudi Arabia. We had to wear like a, a, a black. There's a picture of me on Facebook wearing it. I look just like my grandmother. It's very beautiful, <laughs> little house coaty thing, and uh, <laughs> like April Macy looked great in it. Yeah, oh, some she, people can carry off the is it a bea? A bea, yeah. and then yeah. the headscarf. It wasn't like a burqa or anything. It didn't have a veil. It mm-hmm. was just uh, just a headscarf. Hmm. So people could actually see your face. Yeah. All yeah, right. nobody wanted to. No, uh, it's just, uh, you know, the... the no. uh, <laughs> well, my dad called in Turkey, he called it the kind of like mailbox. Oh, the mailbox feel? Just, yeah. Where you just... You A lot of nice ones, eye makeup one going visible, on. Yeah, exactly. They do some good work with eye makeup yeah. in the Middle I would, East. I would bet there must be a, more of a demand for colored contacts, because you can't... You know, if you dye your hair, nobody's oh, right, going right. to see that. Right, but right. you could at least wear colored contacts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, if... I hear that they actually buy like really fancy dresses and stuff and wear it underneath because with women they can hang out together without right without oh, right. the thing yeah. oh, and Which, in their own homes they can hang yeah. out without it on right and women will often say they dress for themselves so or they, they dress for their other their friends and stuff yes. and, they, mm-hmm. and it's weird because I I don't want to believe it only because they they showed it in Sex and the City too and I don't want to believe anything that was in Sex and the City too because I hated Sex and the City too. <laughs> they had cars yeah. in Sex and the City too and you don't even I, want to believe that I don't their believe cars electricity. Yeah. No, it's a yeah. they had an Applebee's. They had an Applebee's and a Toys R Us right there in downtown Riyadh. And uh, they don't have a movie theater, but they have an Applebee's so if I were a deer, uh See, be a now what that place to eat. What's interesting about that is that let's say you know what? Let's say uh, Saudi Arabia needs to be invaded. I'm not saying we should invade Saudi Arabia, but it if we do, like a lot of work. You yeah. know, how do you invade a country like you said that already has an Applebee's? Uh, and, it, we, and what happens to loyal employees of Applebee's? Mm-hmm, Where's mm-hmm. your loyalty going to go? Some, somebody tweeted. I when I saw the when I saw the the Applebee's, I tweeted that we saw an Applebee's, and then so, some one of my Twitter followers hilariously posted, "Do they have flair? Are they doing flair?" <laughs> I love the idea. Right <laughs> on their abeas, there's a little flair happening. <laughs> now, did you see any like female employees? Would they have female employees at an Applebee's? Um, I, we were told that all, female employees only uh, can work at the female mall. It's a mall that only uh, women and the family mall where women and children can go. And then the rest of the malls were men and you're served by men. Here's the weird thing is that uh, like women's lingerie stores are um, like Victoria's Secret or whatever staffed by men. Oh, yeah, that is, How, that is very bizarre. Crazy. It doesn't make any sense if they have such a what uh, uh, if they're all hopped up on on crazy juice. No, no, about what, was there skin. any? Any aspect of this oppressive environment that was a little bit like you'd have to confess? Well, that was kind of oh, interesting. Was, we went to a Turkish restaurant and the food was amazing. And I got $40 in Saudi reals, which are also reals. Yeah. And um, huh. we went out to lunch with our, our morale, with our liaison guys. These two guys. One guy was from the Philippines. The other guy was from... Um, Korea, and um, and then me and April Macy, we all go out, and we don't get seated because we show up right when it's called a prayer, 
So we have to wait a half an hour. And that's fine. We had, you know, there was a weird, there is a picture of it. There's a weird taxidermy because we went to the family side because there was a men's side and a family side to this oh, Turkish okay. restaurant. And we had to eat at the family side. And so, like, there were a couple of women with a little boy and they were going to lunch as well. And so we all just sat there and waited for a call to prayer to end, a secular demons. And um, <laughs> there was a taxidermy display right there in the foyer, a fox on a bike, a baby giraffe, uh, a raccoon. I mean, it was the weirdest <laughs> menagerie. But you, and taxidermied. <laughs> right. Very cute. Yeah. No, creepy. No, creepy. no. I would want, if I lived there, I would want a watch that had the call to prayer. Do they have those? Like, um, that, like that says, hey, it's noon. Yeah, chop, chop. Yeah. Don't say chop, chop. Oh. Anyway, because uh, they <laughs> right. chopped. We went to Chop Chop Square. Oh, and, did you? Yeah, and we oh. got to see where they chop people's heads off. Oh, oh wow. See any blood? Were there pools oh. of blood or anything? There were not any pools of blood, oh, and it, it looked like a great place to skateboard mm-hmm. uh, when they're not chop <laughs> chopping anyone's head off. <laughs> yeah. Ex- yeah, except for the fact that skateboarding is a punishable by uh, chop probably chop. not allowable in Chop Chop <laughs> Square. Though kids right. do play there, oh, like with nice. their little bikes and stuff. I nice. guess people come, uh, like, when it's not being used for chopping of heads off. Uh, like, because everything starts, I guess, in Saudi Arabia around six or seven o'clock at night because it's 115 degrees, right? No. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just... And then it goes late. Okay. Go for it. Well, if there was going to be an execution while you were there, would you have gone? Not a chance in hell. Not a chance. Not a yeah. chance. Was it crowded there? Yeah, I think that people are out of their minds and it's like American Idol or whatever. I mean, they're like, let's go look at the person get their tit chopped off. And I don't and, think And are women, are women allowed? At that point, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's uh, uh women, you know. Chop chop. Couldn't square go to the Olympics. And and... Right, you're not allowed to drive. Yes, uh, you know what? You probably wouldn't want to drive in Saudi Arabia anyway. Well, you someone know. did, and uh, some lady did as a uh, because oh, as a protest, as a protest, and they arrested her. Sure, but of course, because yeah. they're educating more and more people. They're sending people to Western. The thing with Saudi Arabia, the government of Saudi Arabia, you can full scholarship. You can mm-hmm. go anywhere in the world, and 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 then you just got to come home and do your time, and and uh, so what a, what a horrible idea, you know? Right, if you want to maintain the status quo, right? You know? It's a terrible idea. It's like when we when we went to Djibouti, they took us to the hotel that they usually put the talent up at after sticking us in a U-Haul. I was like, don't show us the don't right. Show don't us show us what we can have. Hotel Kapinski, or could have had, yes. yeah, with the infinity pool and the Starbucks right on the Red Sea, and then going to send us back into bunk beds. In in a uh, a storage shed in Pacoima, with Boy. air conditioning. Did you did you ever talk politics while you were over there? We did. We did with with, uh, with some Saudis. of the soldiers, not the Saudis. Not we the didn't Saudis. meet any of them. Oh, we, okay. we met like half a dozen Saudis because um, they the base that the U.S. has is a Saudi base. So you got to go through their security, and then you got to go through our security, and their security. Even the even our liaison guy who was he's from Korea but he's in the U.S. Army and he is was the nicest guy in the world and he was always like okay you guys just sort of keep cool keep cool because they they can get a little touchy and we were already twitchy as hell anyway because every tenth person had told us that they were going to chop us up and sell us for parts but um, by the time wait, wait, we, who who was saying that part well April Macy kept asking people. If it was safe to go to Saudi Arabia, three women alone, without a headscarf betwixt the three of us, and the first ten people would be like, yeah, if you keep it together, if you're not going to start a revolution and you're going to be polite and you're mm-hmm. not going to mock the headline, you know, the heckle right. the Muslims, it'll be fine. But every, like, 12 or 13 people, there would be some dirtbag who wanted to scare her or scare us or be a dirtbag and would go, yeah, you really shouldn't go. You, I mean, they rape. What did one guy said? They rape blue-eyed women there. At which point what? you thought to yourself, they rape blue-eyed women everywhere. We yeah. don't have to go to Saudi Arabia. And these Arabia were American to... soldiers telling you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But not just American soldiers. It was because she would, I swear to you, everyone, guy working a broom from Indonesia, a guy selling a sandwich from Somalia, a soldier, officer, everyone. Absolutely everyone. And uh, the numbers just piled on you like Chinese water torture until finally we're day before going to Saudi Arabia and we're like, we're not going. We're not going because we heard at least 15 people tell us that they were going to chop us up and kill us. Hmm. And But we had interviewed hundreds of people. So so we called the Armed Forces Entertainment guy and he was like, yeah, that's not real. My mom had a friend from Saudi Arabia and she... She was East Indian, 
And she would always talk about how much she missed Saudi Arabia. Okay. See, I, I bet you there's plenty of awesome things yeah. about Saudi Arabia that we didn't even get to even try to see because we couldn't get through the haze of Western. Just by the time I, by the time I got there, I wanted to blowtorch the entire country. And I don't, I believe in sovereignty. I'm, right. I'm, I believe in squeaky voiced. <laughs> but I want to kill them all. Now, can I, a little sidebar. Have you ever heard of this game called Bafa Bafa? No. Okay, so I played I this game. game one time. How do you spell that? I, I, I don't know. I would spell it B-A-F-F-A, B-A-F-F-A, but I could be wrong. But we played it, and it was just, it was one of those games where you're supposed to see what the difference is between cultures. Oh. So you, it, you learned your culture of your little group, and then you interacted a little bit with the other group, and then you interacted a little bit more and it kind of went up and up. Is it like a, ro- like a live action role playing game? In the, I mean, did you yes. have to find real people? It was just a group of of a pre-existing people that were divided in half. Okay. And one was like Alpha and one was Omega or something okay. like that. And the culture that I was in was the male-dominated sort of um, – or the more traditional – Like a patriarchal – Yes. And so one of the activities we did as a culture was we would talk about our, our fathers and our grandfathers. Okay. And to be in, you'd have to be invited into a conversation. Otherwise, you were considered rude. And we would write three numbers on a piece of paper as an indication that you'd been rude. Ah. The other culture was more like American. Uh, there was equality. But it was all about trading these cards. Oh, capitalism. Yes. So, but what happened was at the end of this whole experience where it got emotional for people because of the interactions, it was very, very crazy. It, it, it sounds triggery. It, it was weird. super triggering. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is women would come over to our group or, or and they would start to talk about, oh, my grandmother was. And we'd be like, what is she talking about her grandmother for? Our culture is about talking about your grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dumbest little thing, but it, we, we were ingrained into our little culture. So ultimately, the women in our, in our group decided that even though we were this horribly sexist group, they liked our culture, their own culture that they'd been raised in five minutes earlier. Right, <laughs> like, right. So the, the, it was an interesting little observation on like your friend missing, your, your mother's friend what? missing Saudi Arabian culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, what's, how, where, did you, where did that come from? I did that at from? a, I don't know. I did it at a YMCA convention. Okay, it was just a convention game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was like, uh, I think to illustrate the difference in cultures. And it is weird how people can defend a culture that you like can... We think we're being objective and go, come on, that's... Right. You know. I'm yeah. A, yeah. Why, you know, who's going to wear an abeya and, and not let women try? What about you? Do you play any games, Monique? Games? I don't know. What? That's a... I'm sure I do. I can't think of any really? games. Really? Yeah. So when, in Ogre Mage, though... What you guys sing a lot about, like D and D and stuff like that. Is it? Are you just in it for the music? Uh, yeah. Sweet. Are you the one with the most musical talent who's helping them realize their dreams of singing about <laughs> uh, about dragons? I don't know. I is everybody. We all have a lot of different talents. I actually studied classical piano. See? Oh, there you um, go. But playing rock and roll stuff is kind of new for me. So let's see your hands. Are they good? Oh yeah, those look good. Those look good hands. You got a nice spread. Yeah, it's uh, long fingers. Yeah, <laughs> nice. How? When did you start taking piano? When I was eight. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so not super early. Like they didn't force you to. No. Uh, my parents took me. They made me do piano. They're like, try it out. When I was four years old, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. But then when I was eight, I. It was Victor Borga that. What. <laughs> oh yeah, my what? mom. My mom. I don't know. Now we can get She out. donated to PBS or something like that, and then they sent her this VHS tape of his. It was like an hour long of just stuff that he did, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to play piano." He's so he, good. He's on the short list of concerts I've been to. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like, is like, he a, a famous pianist, Victor? Well, he, Victor Borga was a yeah, well, he was like a comedian like, pianist. Yeah, he was guy. a classical uh, pianist slash yeah. comedian. Is he like the fancy version of Mark Russell? Yes, the yeah. funny version. The funny version of Mark Russell. He's also he was on Sesame Street because he was known for his punctuation. Right? Yeah, do you remember that part? Yeah, uh, yeah. And where he would do musical sounds mm-hmm. to uh, you know, like this was a yeah. was, was a his? comma was that his? Oh, okay, all right. He was a uh, I want to say oh, he was from Northern Europe, like uh, I want to say Belgium. Yeah, I'm not sure Belgium where he was. Victor Borga. He sounds yeah. like he's an actor in a in a in a horror movie. 
I'm thinking yeah, of someone right. else, I'm sure. But sure, but it does have that, that like Borga sound. Or something. Yeah. yeah, like Vincent Price or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you saw him when you were eight and you're like, yes, yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah, he was so talented yeah. at the piano. Just He would always wait a long time to play something and he would mess around and pretend that the sheet music was upside down or something. And then... What would he do when it was upside down? He would play... The music that was upside down. Like, well, didn't he, he would play Chinese music too at yeah, some point. You know? Yeah. And then he'd be like, correct it. Yeah. Oh, and then he'd just yeah. continue along? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or he would do something, he would play a different song, but I think one time he actually played a song <laughs> backwards or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was really talented. I just, when I saw that, I was like, oh, there's so much more to piano than just right practicing Mary Had a Little Lamb or running scales yeah. a thousand times. A Would day. you say you were drawn to comedy early at that that by that point? Yeah. Right. Oh, neat. Yeah. So that kind of you're like he's funny and he could play the piano. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, but I was always really shy right. growing up, so I never I performed in musicals and stuff like that. Uh, I was usually in the background cast chorus but yeah okay but i didn't yeah i guess that was when i started loving comedy was that's awesome yeah what, what did you see jim coughlin to make you love comedy and want to do it was it victor borga it was victor borga no no uh man changed my life no i it was definitely you know around the same age uh, right. or earlier like four or five and and just liking funny people and right. Jerry Lewis. I oh, remember yeah? I remember watching uh, Jerry Lewis movies and oh, I love those Jerry Lewis Dean Martin movies. Yeah. Those used to yeah. I used to love those a lot. I remember having a crush on Dean Martin when I was about four or five years old thinking that's because I, I never liked Jerry Lewis. I always liked Dean Martin. Is that I, right? Yeah, I yeah. like Jerry Martin. I always liked Dean Martin's sense of humor better than Jerry Lewis's. Really smooth guy. Yeah. Very smooth, very smart comedy. And uh, it's like an Abbott Costello. I always liked um I like them better than um Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. yeah. I always liked Abbott and Costello I'd, better than I'd, Laurel I'd, and Hardy. I'd Hart. go with you on that one. Yeah. 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 It's it's not that I don't like physical comedy, but I guess I don't like physical comedy. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three Stooges? Three Stooges don't mind it. Uh eventually yeah, just kind of like it, but... you're like it's fine. How about you? Um what'd you watch when you were a kid? Did you ever watch any of that oldie old stuff? Uh well, in Part of our curriculum was a lot of old oh, right. Abbott and film school. Well, no, like when I was in growing up, just like drama and English okay. stuff. And our curriculum in Alberta included a lot of old, uh, like Abbott and Costello routines and stuff like that. We okay. would read them and then talk about them and watch them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's so, a neat class. Yeah. We never had classes like that. I think that yeah. it's like one of those Alberta shared experiences that all the kids talk about. Like, oh, remember when you had to learn about this? Because oh, wow. everyone learns the same thing right. in every school. So Yeah, that's when they were building. Uh, they were In the 50s, they standardized schools and so that everyone could learn how to uh, show up on time for things. Because we thought we were going to work in factories forever. And so now when bells ring, we're like, oh, I, I'm supposed to be somewhere. Yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how we were all raised. <laughs> so it's true. I read about, I read about it in a magazine. Oh, okay. So we know it's true. Hey, you guys, it's a uh, it's been an hour. Wow! Oh, wow! How crazy is that? Pretty. Pr it's it's almost as crazy as women not being able to drive in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it is a little crazy. We didn't even get to the fact that you've seen every episode of Futurama. Yeah. How many seasons are there? There's five. Five seasons. So yeah. that's I suppose it's only a hundred episodes or so, right? Yeah. Yeah. The fifth season is. Uh, from last this year, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Futurama. Plus, you have all those movies they made too. Like, yeah. Oh, there's there's three of, movies. Are there three movies or four? Yeah. What are they? Uh, like Bender. Bender's Game. Oh, Bender's, Bender's Big game. Score. Is Bender's Game based on Ender's Game? Um, I. It's a book, probably. Yeah. It's a, the Ocean Scott Card. Yeah. Well, uh, the Beast with a Million Backs or something, yeah. or a billion. I only saw the first two actually, because right, right. then I heard from one of my friends that the last two were like terrible, oh. and I didn't want to ruin yeah. V-Drama for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to. Mm -hmm. I heard uh, Transformers Three sounds amazing. Quite really? honestly, yeah. Transformers Three uh, <laughs> sounds. Sometimes the third is the good one. <laughs> it has Melkovich in it. Nice. Oh wow, and, uh, which is That's... crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The the cast uh, sounds like it's 
insane. So uh, I am on board. Well, you, you guys, this was fascinating. I learned things about nuns and I, paper. Yeah, I love learning about Carmelites. I like I like it. And there's going to be some pictures of Carmelites in the in in, in the notes. And uh, this was uh, so follow you guys on Twitter. See Ogre Mage play their music, and you're going to do a new EP, you said, or you're going to do an EP? Is yeah. Is it your first EP? Yeah, it's our first EP. Sweet. And um, and then you will uh, no doubt go viral, because there's probably YouTube videos, right, of, of Ogre Mage? Yeah. Plenty of that. I think I linked it up when the when the other two guys were up. Yeah, there are new ones now. Oh, good. Then. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, always fun. Jim Coughlin doing stand-up comedy, always entertaining the masses. I enjoy. I try. You do what you can, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you can follow Mr. Jim Coughlin on uh, Twitter. Probably got a Facebook page, too, or whatever, or yeah, website. Or... Website, jimcoughlin.com. Cool. Oh, you got that. Yes. Yeah, C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N. L-I-N. I, I bring this up only Lynn. because uh, there's a there's another way to spell that name that also... Leads you to porn? Well, leads you to some uh, Republican guy in, in um, Dutchess County, Maryland, I think. All right. Or, well, New I hope York, he, he likes soft shell crab. Yes. I, I wish him the best. Uh, and I wish all of you people out there the best. Thank you so much for listening to The Dork Forest. It's been great. Have a good night. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?